John Muir Show. It is 10.35 a.m. recently. Former U.S. Senator and former Vice President Joe Biden officially clinched the Democrat nomination for president in 2020. Uh, He reached uh, the threshold of near 2,000 delegates to clinch the nomination ahead of the convention. So it, it does seem that Joe Biden is the one who's going to be taking on Donald Trump this November. A lot of us did not believe that was going to happen. This show did not believe that that was going to happen, that uh, today's far-left Democrat Party was going to allow someone like Joe Biden, an old white guy, to be the nominee. Uh, we didn't see it coming, but it happened. Uh, one person who did see it coming, uh, someone who called this from the start, who has been a supporter of Joe Biden's presidential candidacy from the start, is the former chairman of Wisconsin Democrats and a good friend of this program, Matt Flynn. And now that Biden has uh, officially clinched the nomination, we thought, well, why not bring Matt on and discuss uh, Biden's candidacy, since it seems he will be on the November 3rd ballot. Uh, Matt Flynn joins us now. Matt, thank you very much for your time. As always, how you doing? Good morning, John. Good to be with you. Well, great to have you as always. So uh, there are a few different aspects of Biden's candidacy that, that I'd like to touch on. I'd like to get your perspective on this. Sure. So uh, Joe Biden recently stated, uh, including in a weekend address to Wisconsin Democrats at their convention, that if elected, he will heal the racial wounds in the United States. Uh, I just wonder. With this Joe Biden being the same Joe Biden who recently questioned the blackness of all African Americans, who said earlier on the campaign trail that there are white kids and poor kids, uh, who back uh, in his last presidential bid stated that Barack Obama was the first clean, articulate, and bright black guy, uh, how is it that that guy, Joe Biden, is supposed to heal the racial wounds in the country when he's repeatedly making racist statements? Well, I don't look on them as racist statements, but let me tell you two things. One is James Clyburn of South Carolina knows more about uh, racial issues than anyone. He's an African-American guy, suffered a lot, old guy in South Carolina. He came out and he endorsed Joe Biden. And that's what the only reason Joe is the nominee right now, quite frankly, without a contested consent, is, is Jim Clyburn, who got up there and said, I know the man, I know his soul. The other thing is this business about you ain't black. He was on. He was goofing around a show with a guy named Charlemagne the God. Uh, uh, Charlemagne is misspelled. Vaz T H A. They're giving each. You know, they're talking uh, smack. They're talking smack. That's all. It was. Well, yeah. uh, well, first Charlemagne wasn't talking smack to Joe Biden. Charlemagne just said, "Hey, we'd like to have you back on the program because there are more questions I'd like to ask you before the election." And right away, Biden goes, "Say no. If you if you can't decide right now between me and Trump, then you ain't black." And he was yeah. saying that not just to Charlemagne, but clearly to African Americans no. throughout the country. He was uh, saying it to Charlemagne. Charlemagne is not the sharpest sword he, in the regiment. He's talking well, trash. Well, I agree with that. Talking trash, talking trash. No, he wasn't. If you're going to, you know, whatever. Well, I, I agree that Charlemagne, you and I are in full agreement that Charlemagne's not uh, the, the sharpest knife in the drawer. I'm with you there. But but when it comes to this, I, he didn't just direct it at Charlemagne. He had said as a general statement, uh, if you don't immediately know if you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. He was addressing that to black people throughout the country, saying that if you don't vote for me, I have a control over your blackness, and I, Joe Biden, the old white guy, say you no longer can associate as being African-American. That's what he was saying, and it was actually really offensive to a lot of people out there. I, I don't know why you're trying to give him a pass for that. You're overthinking this. The fact is, I, I'm listening to what he said. He's on a rap show with a guy who misspells his own name. 
It's fucking fish. It's fucking smack. They're having a good time. Come on, give them a break. Okay, okay. So, I, okay, I, you and I don't agree on that one. I mean, obviously, it was a racist statement on Biden's part, but you don't see it as such. Uh, how about the other stuff? The the white kids and the poor kids. Obama's the the first clean, articulate, bright black guy there was. I, like, I, this is a pattern. It's not just one statement. Repeatedly, the guy's going out there saying bigoted comments. This show does not like throwing the word racist out there easily. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of people that this show doesn't agree with, where people call him racist. And We'll say no. We just disagree with them politically. They're not racist. In the case of Joe Biden, you see this pattern forming. It, it honestly seems like the guy's racist. Well, <laughs> you know, you have a lot of let it go. You're a Trump. You're a Trump guy. <laughs> oh, and so I mean, Trump's Trump's the racist, right? No, yeah. I, I, last no, last I, I checked, Trump racist. has been the best Here's president the for African Americans in a century and a half. Okay. James Clyburn got up in front of everybody. By the way, the business about the first clean black guy. Uh, I don't think he said he's the first. He didn't say the first. He said he's a clean black guy. And Al Sharpton oh, he's, he's the first line. one. He said, what, I don't shower? Well, you know, you know, look, I'm, the point of the matter did you is downplaying that too? James Clyburn, no, you know, he's been beaten. He's, you know, he's a black guy. In, what, South Carolina, they're the ones that attacked Fort Sumter. They started the Civil War. James Clyburn stood up for Joe Biden. James Clyburn knows Joe's soul. Oh, okay. I, I, I understand that, yes, Jim Clyburn did early on in the primary season stand up for Joe Biden. And you're absolutely right in saying that Jim Clyburn's endorsement of Biden ahead of the South Carolina primary when uh, Biden's campaign was in freefall, it, it certainly did save Biden. And yes, it, it did end up propelling him to the point where he clinched the Democrat Party nomination. Right. Right. Uh, but, okay, so you've got one guy in Jim Clyburn who's obviously a partisan, and he was willing to look past any of Biden's flaws because all he cares about is ensuring that Trump gets beaten and a Democrat wins the presidency, and he thought Biden had the best chance of doing it as compared to someone like Elizabeth Warren or Bernie Sanders. That doesn't mean that everything Joe Biden says is okay just because one African-American individual endorsed him that doesn't make it okay that biden's saying that oh uh black people if you don't vote for me uh no i say you're no longer black that that doesn't make it okay well, he was talking smack with charlamagne the god if i talk with charlamagne the god i would talk smack well i would too but i, I wouldn't ins- i would insult an entire race of people in the united no, states i don't they took it with a grain of salt <laughs> uh, charlamagne didn't seem to appreciate it charlamagne wanted eyeballs and ears for his show that's what charlamagne wanted and he got him and he, otherwise, he'd spell Charlemagne correctly, and he wouldn't spell the T-H-A. The guy knows, he's a great promoter. He's just, actually, he's a smarter guy than you think. I mean, look, he has a show. You have a show. I don't have a show. I mean, come on. Well, you, you, know, fill, you fill in on shows sometimes, so sometimes you do have a show, too. Show. I like your show. Uh, we love having you on this show, but we obviously disagree uh, when it comes to <laughs> Joe Biden and the racial remarks uh, that he has made. Uh, you seem to be fine with them. Uh, I personally am not. I find them to be very offensive to a lot of people in this country. But we, we don't agree, so we'll go ahead and move along as we're being joined by the former chairman of Wisconsin Democrats, Matt Flynn. All right, so how about this one? Uh, you know, you've got Biden talking now about how if he's elected, that he'll make all of these changes in the United States. That, you know, a- any of the, the remaining problems that we have with races, I know that, that he'll take care of it. He'll, you know, these problems that we've had for many decades, if he's elected in 2020, they'll be gone. Bi- Biden will be the man to get it done. I-, I just wonder, why didn't Joe Biden try making any of these changes to these longstanding problems in, I don't know, like the 47 years he was in politics to date? Why, why is he only saying he'd do it now? Why didn't he do it before? Well, he did do it before. He was the chairman of well, for the Foreign Relations Committee. He's been in the Senate from 1972 to 2008. 
And he was one of the uh, civil rights advocates, strongest ones in the Senate, along with uh, Teddy Kennedy and, and Leahy of Vermont and some very, very fine people, very fine people. Look, I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, and I got to say this, everybody says, all right, you know, uh, you know, the country's racist and all that. Go anywhere else. If you want racism, go to Asia, the Middle East or Africa. OK, I'm not kidding. And tribalism, you know, people tear down statues in this. Nobody's tearing down statues in Turkey of people who slaughtered the Christian Armenians, and nobody is tearing them down in Asia or anywhere else. You know, we self-confront things and, in a proper way, but Judeo-Christian tradition, Western civilization, the Enlightenment and our Constitution are unique. We want to keep them unique. You and I want no communism, no jihad in this country. So I'm willing to have this conversation, but give me a break. Give me a break. Joe Biden is a civil rights guy. Well, well, me? There isn't anybody like him in Asia, Africa, or the Middle East, anywhere. Well, I just wonder how you refer to Joe Biden as this big civil rights guy when Joe Biden actually engaged in actions that are now being widely criticized throughout the political spectrum as being harmful to the African-American population. Not to mention that like Joe Biden was someone who was good friends with and outwardly defended Robert Byrd, the longstanding West Virginia Democrat senator who was a member of the KKK. I, I mean, considering all that, when I think Joe Biden, civil rights activist, isn't the first thing that comes to mind. Well, let me say two things. One is, uh, Byrd had been a member when he was very young. Harry Truman was a member of the KKK for a year in, 20, in 1912. Uh, people in those areas of the country, they do what they do. But Byrd was a constitutionalist from West Virginia and a highly regarded guy. He was not a racist. And uh, oh. Joe Biden worked with these guys, these seven guys. Come on. I mean, there's well, only 100 senators and 40 of them are from the South. You don't want to work with these guys? you got to work with no, these guys. No, no, I'm, I'm not saying he can't work with them. I'm saying that he was repeatedly lavishing praise on this guy who was not a decent person, Robert Byrd. The, the guy was a racist. He was a member of the Klan. I, I don't know how you defend the guy's character. I mean, look, the, the, not everyone in the Democrat Party or the Republican Party is racist, obviously, but you do have instances of racism in both parties. I, I mean, it should be pretty easy to call out someone like Robert Byrd as being a racist, no? Oh, well, first of all, no, I don't. He, he, was a, huh? he walked around his entire life, copied the Constitution in his, in his pocket. And the fact is that all these guys, when they started out in the South, you know, at the beginning of the 20th century, uh, were part of that culture, and he, he broke out. But secondly, uh, Biden was going around defending him. Biden would say, uh, this is my friend, Robert. You know, what is he going to say? And he would he's defend a, him. Uh, you know, he's a senator. And I talked to the guy. They like they like Biden. They like Biden. Everybody likes I, Biden. <laughs> You like Biden. You're just not letting on. Oh, yeah. I, like lo I love Joe Biden. Can't you tell? Listen to my program every day. I'm a huge Joe <laughs> Biden guy. I mean, just, just, okay, we don't we don't we, we we don't agree on this point. I personally think that if Biden wanted to make changes to longstanding problems, he should have done it the first four and a half decades he was in office. You're saying that obviously that wasn't the case. He couldn't have done it somehow. I don't know. Uh, so we'll move. We'll move along. He did uh, a lot. He did a lot. And a lot of it wasn't good either, as we're being joined by uh, Matt Flynn, the former chairman of Wisconsin Democrats. All right. So this one, I, we're 0 for 2 so far in agreeing uh, when it comes to Joe Biden and his campaign, his record. But you know what? I, I've got I've got a good, good thought about this one that we might be able to agree. So uh, you and I, Matt, we are both patriots. Uh, you noted it. Uh, no I, communism. I no jihad. You and I, honestly, we do both truly love the United States. We have our disagreements. Right. That's fine. Doesn't mean we don't both love the United States. So Joe Biden is someone who, during his time in elected office, most notably uh, as vice president of the United States, 
engaged in a self-serving Ukrainian quid pro quo, one that he later admitted to publicly. Uh, he also flew his corrupt son, Hunter, over to China on Air Force Two just so he could crack uh, this personal self-serving deal with Chinese nationals. Uh, Biden, of course, during the current pandemic, he has parroted uh, Chinese Communist Party propaganda during this time, seemingly, because he does not want to throw off his family's cozy relationship with China, as many believe that his son's still profiting off of China. So you and I, being patriots, not wanting anyone in this country, Republican, Democrat, to go undermining the well-being of the United States, especially when they're in elected office, you and I agree that what Joe Biden has done in those aforementioned instances is absolutely terrible, right? Well, Donald Trump is a Russian asset. Oh, no, no, I'm not Ru asking no, about Donald on. Trump. I, I, this stays in the Biden. Donald Trump is being bribed and sexually blackmailed and funded by the commie Ruskies. You have no the proof. What you just that described is, is a Russian disinformation fraud. Commie Ruskies want no, everybody it's not. to say, commie Ruskies good, Ukraine bad. It's the other way around. Ukraine used to be part of Poland, for God's sake. They've been divided up by the commie Ruskies forever. Commie Ruskies are the bad ones. Oh, okay, okay. hold on one second. There, there is a lot to unpack from what you just said right there. First of all, I, I ask you about Joe Biden, and the first thing that you immediately go to is Donald Trump. I, you and I, we could, we could do a future segment talking about Donald Trump's candidacy. I'm totally fine with that. But for the sake of this conversation, we're talking about Joe Biden. Immediately, you pivoted to Trump seemingly not wanting to address what I was asking about Joe Biden. I, what you're alleging, which you've alleged many times on this program in the past, about this, you know, uh, P-tape and all that stuff, there's no factual substantiation for any of it. Uh, you've yet to produce any factual substantiation on any of the times you've appeared on this program. So, no, this is not a Russian disinformation campaign. Joe Biden himself has admitted publicly to engaging in the self-serving quid pro quo. I, I mean, he, he he laughed about it. He bragged about it. Well, no, How is it you're not what acknowledging you're talking that? talking about is there was a pro-Russian Ukrainian traitor, and all of the EU and the United States said he had to go, and Joe made sure he went. He was a commie a commie, a Rusky. He was a Rusky, and he got him out. That's what you're talking about. This is a Russian disinformation campaign. Ukraine is not bad. Russia is bad. Ukraine is good. By the way, by the way, Ron Johnson, our own guy up in your neck of the woods, says he doesn't trust the CIA and the FBI, but he loves Trump. Trump loves Putin and the KGB. Oh, okay, hold on. The one Communist th Party <laughs> has gone from being anti-communist to being communist. Hold on, hold, on, hold on one second here. Okay, th there's good reason that Ron Johnson and Donald Trump and Carter Page and Michael Flynn don't trust the FBI and the DOJ. These agencies at their highest levels during the Obama years were weaponized against their political opponents. We're learning more and more about it seemingly every week about the corrupt and criminal behavior that was taking place on the part of people like Comey and McCabe and all of them. But uh, separate conversation. We can we can spend an entire hour on that if we want to. Uh, when it comes to what you're saying, uh, don't, for me, any efforts to undermine the United States and its people, and I don't care who the foreign actor is that you're working with, any effort to, to undermine the United States and its people is bad. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's Russia, Ukraine, China. I view all of those as bad because I'm only concerned about the well-being of the United States. Here you go. Joe Biden, please, Matt, let's listen to this. This is Joe Biden himself admitting publicly to his self-serving Ukrainian quid pro quo this after he had left office. I went over, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. 
So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> Got fired, and they put in place someone who was solid. That's him referring to the prosecutor that was rightfully investigating his son's corruption and his son's company's corruption. And he got the guy fired. He held up U.S. taxpayer dollars just to do something that would benefit his corrupt son. That's not problematic? America and the EU wanted that commie out of there, that treacherous commie. And Biden got the commie out. And then the people that threw him out, then there was another uh, president over there who the commies threw in jail. There are commies in eastern Ukraine, rusty commies. Biden okay. got them out. Okay, that's the what, only reason that Joe Biden did this is because his son was rightfully being investigated, along <laughs> with the son's company, by this guy, and he got the guy removed from the post so he could no longer investigate his son's corruption. That, for me, is problematic. And look, I, I, you know, you talk about Russia all the time. Look, I, as I've said on this program, Russia bad. I don't like Russia. I don't like Putin. But also, I think we need to recognize Russia is not the only threat to the United States, even when it comes to interfering in our elections. For the longest time, decades on end, every single election in the United States, various countries have tried interfering, Russia being one of them. But you have other countries that do it as well. I mean, will, will you just acknowledge that Russia is not the only threat? That Russia is not the only threat. Ukraine absolutely was among them. Hillary and Obama, they were colluding with them. <laughs> the prosecutor was a commie. Britain, Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Scandinavia all wanted to come out. The Ruskies had gone into I don't the Crimea. Trust any of those countries. They'd gone into, into the heart of Ukraine, and Obama and Biden stood tall and said, get the commies out, and it is Trump who's sucking up to Putin, ratified the seizing of Ukraine, of Crimea. Uh, well, <laughs> Trump is, uh, yeah, Trump, the guy who keeps sanctioning Russia over and over again. Oh, yeah, he's, right. he's, he's really licking Putin's boots. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just so, I, I love what you say. I love when you say that, man. But uh, nonetheless, nonetheless uh, the, the guy who uh, Biden got fired over in Ukraine, he's uh, seeking legal action against this. So hopefully uh, that progresses and uh, maybe you can see that, uh, yes, Joe Biden was doing this for self-serving familial purposes. Um, oh. will, will you admit that Russia's not the biggest threat to the United States, that actually it's communist China? No, I, I think they uh -huh. both are. Communist China is sneakier. They're stealing more IT, and they're worming their way in our country. But the Russians are in our government. I mean, the Russians have uh, have, have Trump by the short and curlies. I mean, yeah, well, they, the, have a, they have a video of him. They have a video of him. Well, the, yeah, yeah, they you, they you still have not yeah. substantiated whatsoever. The Russians were in our government when Hillary, you know, bought and paid for their dossier and passed it to her Obama-era DOJ friends and FBI friends so they could abuse the FISA courts and illegally spy on Carter Page. They were in the government. Fortunately, though, uh, at least most of them are out of the government now, and we've got a, a patriot in Donald Trump. And there instead, uh, I, is this a comedy show or a talking show? Look, <laughs> I, 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 some of the stuff you were saying was pretty uh, comedic. I mean, the whole thing about the P tape. I mean, I, just one time, Matt, we're, we're, we're almost, we only have a few seconds, but for one time, if you could substantiate the P tape at all, I'll, I'll stop making fun of that line every time. Sure, but his uh, servility is his, his total servility to Putin, and the fact that it is in the Steele report. 
which has been largely discredited because he's not servile to Putin. We have Matt. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Show me proof, and I'll believe it. Matt Flynn, we're out of time. Thanks for joining us as always. You have a great show. Thank you. Absolutely, love to have you back. More of the show in just a minute. It's 10:55. This is the John Muir Show.